You're going out there to destroy them. That's the plan. All right, I'm in. The first time she survived the most terrifying creature in the universe, she thought the nightmare was over. Something under the floor. It hadn't even begun. Coming straight for That's inside the room. Sigourney Weaver, Aliens, the new movie. This time, it's war. Yo, what's up, everyone? Nez, Zisu, we're back. Still in uh, Eureka, in uh, Zisu's command center. Um, we're going to do... Uh, well, last time we did a commentary was for uh, the 80s classic Commando. Well, we're coming at you with another 80s classic, sci-fi classic. Uh, the second film in the series, and this is James Cameron's Aliens. So, But before that, Zisu is in the place to be. Yeah, shout out. Hey, everybody. Glad to be here. Glad to do another commentary. This is the uh, rated the rated R version, not the special edition one. So uh, we're gonna we're not gonna be talking about the little extra scenes, but well, we might as well talk about it now before sure, we start it. Sure. The, in the special edition, if you guys have seen that one, we actually see uh, the the colon the colonizers colonizers the, <laughs> the, the too much res dogs the. Um, the Black colonists, Panther. the colonists <laughs> in the uh that's on uh was it LV two two four seven two four sounds right. LV something. Right. I can't remember the name <laughs> of it. You alien fans should know. But anyway. Uh we sh- we see the scene of um when uh Newt's parents get the call to go uh investigate that ship, that alien spacecraft, uh the um what were they called in Prometheus? The, um, um, someone's yelling it. Yeah, I know. Seriously, you would think uh, those big, tall, bald, right. white guys—the uh, ar- architects, architects, the yeah. architects, or engineers, or whatever. Engineers, engineers, the engineers. Yes. Oh, okay, the engineers. Uh, they find that big spaceship uh, from the first one, where um, Dallas. Um, what the hell was the girl's name? Dallas. Um, you guys, and what was what was the other dude's name? The one that got the, the face hugger on his. I remember Tom Skerritt was Dallas. The other, the chick was. Oh damn! Man, what a yeah, what a what, fumble! Here, look it up really fast. I I can't remember the chick's name. Um, I could picture, and the guy that. The guy that had the face hugger. Um, he was the elephant man, I think. <laughs> what the hell were their names? Sorry, everyone. Uh, Kane. He was uh, John Hurt and uh, Lambert. Victoria Cartwright. Uh, they were the ones. That spaceship that they went into. Anyway, the engineers uh, spacecraft. Anyway, so Newt's family goes in there. Uh, they leave Newt and her brother in there. Her mom and dad go in. Then her mom and dad come back out, and this and there was a face hugger on her dad, and that's how it's pretty much took over that whole little uh, colony that they built on that planet. So that was a scene, and there was a scene with uh, Ripley's daughter, because when because Ripley was in like in space for seventy years or something like that. Right. And there's a scene when they're they're talking to um, 
Paul Reiser's character. The hell's his name? We're way off, everyone. But anyway, yeah, he tells her, yeah, your daughter, she lived her life and she passed away. And then there was another scene of when they were setting up uh, after the Marines and everything were already on the sh- on the thing and they were barricading themselves into that little um, a little space, that little lab area they were at. They put all these electric um, machine guns in the uh, little corridors and in the little the shafts that they had there. And they had um, little sensors on it so they can start shooting with the, the aliens were, were coming in. So... And I think there was something else at the end, but I can't really remember. But those are the kind of the key parts that I remember of the special edition. So, but we're just gonna run through uh, the regular version, the rated R versions, two hours and seventeen minutes. I'm sure the last ten minutes is nothing, but um, go ahead and start it. Uh, credits. Credits. Uh, yeah, everyone. It's it's not late. 20th Century Fox. Uh, technically. The mother alien in this is a, a Disney, a Disney queen now. <laughs> so right. they own it all. It's just what? Is it just 20th Century Pictures or is it just Fox Pictures? Now? I think Fox Pictures now. Because they don't do the whole da-da-da-da anymore. Right. Yeah, but yeah, James Cameron, he directed this one. If... If you guys have seen the the little short documentary they did on Netflix, uh, the the movies that made us, I think I talked about it on the show. They they really go into a lot of detail on uh, what was going on and what it took to make this film. And it was, I guess James Cameron isn't the one easy to work with. And uh, I believe they made it, they filmed it in Europe at some studios and they're the way that they film things over there are a little bit different. They take more break, tea breaks is what they were saying. And this one was just so hard to work with um, James Cameron to make this film. Uh, Music composed by James Horner. Uh, Effects created Stan Winston and his crew. Amazing, amazing effects. The LAFX Group, Inc., and visual Robert Stark, Dennis Stark, and John Brian somebody. But um, I saw this when it first came out. The actual the weekend it came out. I was a huge fan of the first film. And when they were making when this one came out, uh, everyone was going Alien Two, Alien Two, and I was like Alien Two. Then I saw a big co- uh, cardboard stand up, and it was Aliens. I mean, if you watch that documentary on Netflix. James Cameron did not want anybody calling it Alien 2. He, like, would just scream at you if you did, from what I understand. But they took a lot to make this film, and they it wasn't easy. I mean, the studio didn't have really have much faith in it because James Cameron, he's, what, directed Terminator, I think, before this one, and Piranha 2, the spawning or whatever it was, but... They wanted him to do it, so he did it. And I know there was like multiple different cuts of this film. I would like to see the other ones, but this the one they put in the theater was was pretty good. Did you see this when it came out? In the I theater? did not see it in theater. I didn't see it till it was on home video. Mm. Right now on the screen, uh, we see Ripley. She's still asleep. Her and uh, Jonesy, they're on the the little uh, skate pod from the first film. And uh, I guess it's some research team. 
they uh they find her and luckily they did because she i assume there's a time some kind of timer on that thing to wake her up at some point but i guess didn't wake her up in 70 years right but yeah the the explorers or whatever you got call these guys they're they're cutting open her spacecraft I'm surprised they couldn't just figure out how how to open this. Right. Because do they just keep this escape pod? I mean, you can't use it again. They cut the door off. Right. So, So, yeah, no, it's all just scrapped to be tossed into space. Yeah. I mean, I love the effects of this. There's some kind of mist in the background, and then this little uh, electric robot arm is scanning the, the area. What I loved was the the spacesuits from the first one, on uh, how they looked, because they they don't have spacesuits in this one, because they're when they go to the planet they're uh, they built a big um, like a clean air machine thing I can't remember what they called it, and it, so they were able to make the the air breathable on that planet. I love the, um, looks like all crystallized. Oh, yeah. It's definitely frosted over from the cold depths of space. Well, there must be some kind of airlock on there so they can, when they're able to take their masks off. See, figure. It's melting away now. Well, maybe since they, (laughs) they opened it up and all the cold air came out. Right. So, yeah, Ripley, her and Jonesy. They were laying in that little tube. Uh, so they ended up taking her back to Earth. And then she meets up with, um, damn it, what was his name? Burke. <laughs> yeah. You know, meeting a Paul Reiser's character. Well, they're not on Earth now. They're on some uh, little scientific space station. space station on the outskirts of Earth. Ripley's still laying there, knocked out. Well, better than yesterday, at least. Well, I guess that's the thing. When they were going to make this movie, they weren't going to bring her back. But then they were saying... The studio didn't want her back. But then they're like, well, we need her. This is... right." Continuing the story. Come here. The cat came back. What year was this? 86? I think so. Yeah. I'm not sure what year this came out. Gotta look it up. Yeah, it was 86. 86? Yeah. Because the first one was, what, 78 or 79? 79. See, that's how old everyone. I saw Alien, the first one, 1979, and The Drive-In. I was eight years old when I saw it. I saw the first movie, did not hear one word of dialogue because it was on the next screen over. I don't remember I don't remember what we were watching. My mom took us to see whatever and I obviously didn't care. I was just I watched the whole movie. Didn't know what it was until it was over. <laughs> when we went into the um it's just the, the snack bar. There's posters all in there, and right. I saw the alien poster. So I was like, "Oh, that's what you. That's yeah. what you figured out." <laughs> so I didn't actually 
see the whole movie. Well, I saw the whole movie, but I actually didn't hear any dialogue until it came on Showtime. Okay. Sometime in the 80s when we when we had cable. That's when I finally heard the dialogue. And this is back then the TVs were square. Right. And we had a floor model. So <laughs> with the little wood. Oh, Burke's in there telling, telling Ripley how long she's been in space, 70 years. Now she's her heart's beating super fast. For those of you that have seen this movie, you already know what's happening, but I'm still going to describe what's going on. Ripley's hurting her chest. This part was creepy. I mean, even now. How did Jonesy know? Cat intuition. Dude, that must suck. Something bursting from the inside out to break through your rib cage and everything. They call them chest bursters, but it looks like it's coming out of her stomach. Right. It was all a dream. And the cat's okay, too. <laughs> I only had one cat in my life. And it looks just like Jonesy. Oh, yeah, I love orange cats. A.K.A. Morris. Yep. From those cat commercials for you old schoolers that remember Morris. <laughs> yep. That was love my... love orange cats. My first pet was a cat, tiger. And my... I don't know what happened. My parents say he ran away and became famous. That was Morris on TV <laughs> in those TV commercials. I can't remember. It was for cat food. I can't remember what it was now Ripley's talking to the the board or the company the Whalen Industries Whalen, yeah how many different ways do you want me to tell the same story look at it from our perspective please just please shady businessmen and women now you freely admit to detonating the engines of and thereby destroying an M-class star freighter, a rather expensive piece of hardware. Is that Forty-two million dollars. That's minus payload, of course. The lifeboat's flight recorder corroborates some elements of your account, and that, for reasons unknown, and the Stromo set down on LV four two six and unsurvived. What did I say? LV two four six. Oh, I said. I said two four. I think I said two four seven. Okay. Not for reasons unknown. I told you, we sat down there on company orders to get this thing, which destroyed my crew and your expensive ship. The analysis team, which went over the lifeboat centimeter by centimeter, found no physical evidence of the creature you described. Good. That's because I blew it out of the goddamn airlock. When's Alien Day? Is it? Like I said. Two four something. <laughs> Are there any species like this hostile organism on LV four two six? No, the rock. No indigenous life. Did I accuse just? Supposedly, it's actually April 26th. Oh. According to this. April 26th. Uh, held on 426 as a nod to LV246. The 4th. January, February, March, April. 246. Is Alien 5 still happening? 
Bloom Camp's Alien 5 is totally dead. Well, District 9 sequel may happen instead. It was supposed to be a continuation to this. Right. So it was going to erase Alien 3 and Resurrection and all that, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, what's his name survives? Uh, Michael Bean, um, Hicks. He survived, and I think Newt survived, and then we're going to do more with those characters. But it never, never went through. But Yeah, th this company, Whalen, man, they, they just did not believe her. I could have been better. But I think... Oh, this is when she finds out there's colonized... Colonizers. <laughs> Colonies up there. There have been people there for over 20 years and they never complained about any hostile organism. What people? Terraformers. Planet engineers. They go in, set up these big atmosphere processes to make the air breathable. Takes decades. It's what we call a shake and bake colony. How many are there? How many colonists? Damn. I don't know, 60, maybe 70 families. Do you mind? I don't think I can go live on another planet. <laughs> so he just told her how many people were up on that planet, LV-246. She knows that ship's there, but they obviously didn't didn't give a fuck what she was saying. <laughs> so, but... I mean, I understood, and later on we we do find out that... Because they were the ones... I mean, Ash said in the first film, they were the ones that... Uh, the company woke them up and told them to go to LV-246 and investigate because they were getting that, uh, like, SOS beacon. Right. The company knew what it was. And when they find out, well, when uh, Ash came back and or when they found out what they had and what it did, he was telling he was telling the company everything. So that's when they were saying, well, we want that. You bring it back by any means necessary. Ripley, we have to talk. Then lost Ripley killed it. And that's the only reason they sent the company sent them up there because they knew it was there and they still wanted it. I don't believe this. You guys throw me at the wolves and now you want me to go back out there? Forget it. It's not my problem. Can I finish? No. There's no way. Ripley, you wouldn't be going in with the troops. I can guarantee you safety. These colonial marines are very Space Marines. That series, uh, Colonial Marines, the Aliens comic book series, that's, that series was good. I need to get, I wonder if they make um, a paper trade. I have the single issues, but I think I missed a couple. I just want that one whole story. Even, man, the Aliens... Other than fighting Predator, I mean, they fought... No, Batman fought Predator. Uh, aliens were fighting Superman. Remember that one? Yes, I do. <laughs> that was cool. I remember that. So Burke is just trying to get Ripley to go back. Back up there. Tell V246 to, to go with the Marines because they said that the company hasn't uh, had contact with all the colonists up there. So now they want the Marines to go up there to check it out. Come on, that's a second chance kill. 
I think personally for you it would be the best thing in the world to get out there and face this thing. Get back on the horse. Spare me for I've had my psych evaluation. I don't know. I don't think I could go back up there after all that. Oh, yeah, no way. I mean, sure, it works for this film, but for most people, it, that's a really hard sell. You need to find a a real big plot point on why. <laughs> That would be hard to just go back up there. I love their, uh, I don't know what year they're supposed to be, sometime in the far off future. But they still have, I mean, they try to make everything look futuristic. But a lot of the stuff is still... The same. The only really good thing is we see Reebok is still going strong <laughs> in whatever year this is because <laughs> Ripley and Burke are wearing Reeboks. Those uh, little new Space Age ones. I think this might be filmed before the Jordans came out and really made Nike a, a player, you know? Because I remember when Reeboks came out, it was like everybody wanted them. I, I never had some. But... I only had Jordan. I had Jordan ones, but not like now when they're like a billion dollars. I, I actually paid twenty dollars for two pairs of Jordans. If you can believe that, that's how old I am for you uh, younger listeners. Copeland Sports. That was where I got mine. But Ripley was having nightmares. Hello. This even seems like. Wow, that's awesome, especially in 86. Yeah, I mean, it was a long ways off. Yeah. This, you know, video calls uh, were way off in real life. Yeah. <laughs> See, he just fucking lied to her face. Because Burke told her that they wanted to go up there and check, but they wanted them, the Marines to go up there and kill, kill everything. But... We find out later that that's not the issue. But that's how they sold it to Ripley to get her to go back up there. I think, this is what I think. I don't know how true it is, though. I think they sent her back thinking that it was going to be a death mission. Like, right. We got to get rid of her. Right. No and that's way. the way. Yeah, send her back and she's going to get killed by the aliens. Yeah. Because they knew something was there, but they still haven't seen it. Because obviously Ash uh, probably sent them communications. This is what we found. Because he did the whole research for uh, on it when when they uh, the face hugger. But I'm sure once it uh, busted out of Kane, they told him some more. They said they did that with mirrors. There was only like a couple of them, and the rest of it. Was a mirror. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they had a big budget for this, but they were saying it was. They didn't have enough budget to make everyone. Because there's like. 15 of them, maybe? There's a lot of them. Right. But we don't. We don't really see much of them. <laughs> the cigar. <laughs> he must have had that in his hand for however long. <laughs> they ain't paying us enough for this, man. Not enough to do a good year face, Drake. I like Drake. He was badass. 
He was a real Marine, the the sergeant, the drills, the black guy. Did you know that uh, Ajax from the Warriors was in this? No. They show some stuff of him. You can't see who it is, but you they, you know. I guess um, the guy that played Ajax, what the hell's his name? He was in Dexter. Uh, I know his name. Damn it. Um, I'm tired of everyone. Uh, James Remar. He was Hicks. But then I guess um, they had... They were filming this wherever they were filming it, and he was drug addict. And I guess he, they were filming, I guess, and I guess all these cops showed up, and he had like hash and all kinds of stuff on him, and I think heroin. So they said, "Well, he's he's got to get out of here." So they sent him back to America, but then they needed somebody, and they had already filmed some stuff with James Remar. Oh, okay. So they said, well, shit, we can't go back and erase all that. Right. So they just called Michael Bean. Hey, man, we need you over in Europe for... We're making this movie. We'll send you a plane ticket. It was like, all right. So he flew out here. <laughs> and they didn't have time to fit him for his armor and all that because it was fitted for, made for James Remar. So he just had to wear it. The other thing, um, what's her name? I don't remember the chick. I don't even know her. The one that played Vasquez, um, Janet Goldstein. She is not Mexican, Hispanic, whatever. They had to darken her up. Dyed her hair black, made her talk the way she talked. But different times, everyone. Have you ever done this? I have not. Uh, the closest I've come is the video game Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> this is that scene when uh, Bishop has his hand over uh, Hudson's Bill Paxton, the great Bill Hudson, or Bill Paxton. Rest in peace. That, with the thing with the knife when they said he really stabbed him when they were doing that I'm not surprised I mean he's supposed to be obviously android you know it's like you actually shouldn't worry at all he should be able to perfectly do that Lance Henriksen they did stab uh, Bill Paxton's hand See, look, there's a bunch of them, and we hardly ever get to see much of them. Right. They all get killed so fast. Yeah. It's just the ones. You never said anything about an android being on board. Why not? Oh, that's right. It never, never occurred to me. It's just common practice. We always have a synthetic android. I prefer the term artificial person myself. Is there a problem? Well, with the last one. Yeah, I tried to shove that magazine down her throat and kill her. He didn't malfunction. The company told him, look, kill her. Kill everybody on there and bring that specimen back. Well, that explains it. The U2s always were a bit twitchy. 
That could never happen now with our behavioral inhibitors. It is impossible for me to harm. I didn't trust that. Bishop at all the first time I saw this. Right. I didn't trust him. I just thought it was <laughs> just something you say. Yeah, because Ripley found out that there was a android on the plane. You guys remember the last one when Ash tried to kill her? See, like all that is just paintings. Right. They said they just didn't have the budget to make everything. All the stuff that's like up front and close is real, but you can really tell. Oh yeah. Everything's uh especially now. Yeah, with the back way back then it's fine. Yeah, you didn't you couldn't tell back then. Now yeah. with all the, the H D and the four K and all that you can clearly see what's fake and what isn't. Before we left Gateway, but to what is it, Hicks? Hudson, sir. Four, five, six, seven. What's the question? The thing that was sad in that documentary, they talk about Bill Bill Paxton and everything, but then when they were done, they were all saying on how he was the best person to work with. He was so fun. He made everyone laugh, and yeah, and he had passed away. That thing sucked. He went in for an operation and never woke up. Damn. Did you meet him when we were at Comic-Con that year? It was no, a year that... I don't think so. Because I met him. He was in the lobby. He was hella cool. It was only for a few minutes, but I was glad I got to talk to him. Yeah. Awesome. Ripley's explaining to the Marines on what happened to her when she went to LV-246. It's funny too, now that you said that, more than ever it stands out about her race not being authentic it stands out more than ever now that you say that different times everyone that was the first movie i had seen her in and we see her in like t2 and titanic and other films but. right any questions what is it private what is it private i'd like to know how much they filmed with uh, James Remar. I know, I guess they started with all the action stuff. Because mm-hmm. they said that um, they still had some of the set from Alien, the first one. So they did use some of that. Where, wherever studios they filmed this at. Right. They still. They said they still had some. So they. I guess what we see on camera is what they used and then the rest was all paintings and special effects. He was a real Marine. <laughs> I Seems fitting. I think, if I'm, if I'm getting this wrong, I want to say he was like a a consultant. And then they just said, you know what, why don't you just do it? Like, what's his name in Full Metal Jacket? Right. That guy, the drill sergeant, he was a consultant. But the actor that they had was, wasn't cutting it, so he took over. And they just let him do it. That's, I like these lift, these loaders. Those are neat. 
But if they're so far in the future and they can make androids that look human, why can't they just make, make robots that they could do this? Right. When I see you see them loading up all these weapons and bombs and everything, and they didn't use any of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, too, these kind of walker load lifters, too. Uh, they clearly use, like, a different, more enhanced version in the Avatar movies, including the new one, Way of Water. Well, that's right. They did have things like that. Yeah. Those things that they were fighting in, too. Yeah. Cool. The end fight in the first Avatar yeah. is basically involving that. And it reminds me of those ones they had in uh, The Matrix, the third one. They had big things like that that had guns on them. Right. Because I remember that dude. That's right, yes. See, she got a Reeboks on. I guess there was some scenes where when she she was working and she knew how to work these things that they just didn't put in the movie. So that's how she knew how to work these things. Because this is all new tech to her. Because I don't think they had it right before that. Because she had, I don't know how long she was on Earth when she came back, but she was had to get a job and do everything. There was no love. They couldn't just pay for her after all the shit she went through for. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was glad they got Michael Bean. If you guys remember, uh, Kyle Reese from Terminator. And that was a James Cameron film. Yeah, awesome. Very have we, awesome. Have we ever done any of those? I don't think so. T2, we, was, T2, what, yeah. T2 was the one we need to do. That's the one, <laughs> yep. These things, these big old heavy gunner things they had, they had them on those little things, but they said they had to, they were so heavy... They had to duct tape them after they had that armor. They had to duct tape it around them. So they couldn't take them off in between shots. They couldn't go to the bathroom because it was all on. Jeez. I I was like, what the hell did you do? I would have just helped me. Someone pull it out and point where I'd pee in a bucket or something. Right. I mean, it's cool with all this stuff, this big old... Tank, tank looking thing. You figured like that. Oh man, I didn't mull the aliens down with this. Nope. <laughs> all the gear that they gave them after they made it all, the, the, the colonial marines are all gearing up. They, um, they gave them paint and markers and stuff. They said, Here, make it you. So that's why some of these have stuff written on it. If you see Hicks, he's got a heart with a lock on it. Uh, James Remar painted that on there. I can't remember what, why what he said it meant, but but they were, they didn't have time to fit or make new one for uh, Michael Bean, so they just kept all his stuff and he just threw it all on. I was always like those pulse rifles. I, mean, I seen one; it was a replica. Somebody made one at Comic Con. They're all gearing up in the dropship. Okay, Bishop, let's go. Roger. Loading up on that's all model right there. Ready to get it on. Yeah. 
Because Stan Winston did all the Terminator stuff. Right. The first and the second one. I don't know about the ones after that. This is the part I didn't understand. I mean, I don't know how space and all that works, but... Do you think it would... Would it drop like this, or would it just... There's no gravity. Would it just... Wouldn't it just slowly... Yeah. I can understand if it hit the atmosphere. Do you think at any point in the future for aliens, they'll revisit the idea of uh, these space marines? They should. I think it would be, it could be quite good. See right here. How it just drops and they're all, yeah! Like, like uh, wouldn't you think it would just like yeah. calmly? Right. It definitely would be more calm. Yeah, because it's like just dropped. Like, like it was uh, Tower of yeah, Terror. Because <laughs> that. that would be the part that would scare me right in that thing the drop before you actually take off. Right. Man, you can see how cut out it looks. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, that's a model. But this was the all or nothing, boys and girls, where they actually made the special effects and not. CGI. No CGI in these days. Well, there was, but they didn't use... Not, yeah, not much, really. Uh, we had Tron and Last Starfighter by this time. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I think Tron was out. I'm not oh, sure. yeah, Tron was definitely out. 82, I think? Yeah, 82 was Tron and Last Starfighter. Uh, the Last Starfighter. That was 84. Okay, so yeah, we had CGI, but they didn't use any in this. Because I know when, when it gets to the alien, the aliens, well, the queen alien at the end, that was, some of it was stop animation, but they did, they did have guys in the suits and the xenomorphs as well as the queen. And the thing that was funny in the making of this, um... When they told him, okay, we want a big giant one, not just the normal little warrior ones they made. They go, we want a big queen, so make one. And the guys, Stan Winston, and they talked to the guys that made it. They're like, well, how the fuck are we going to do this? So they kind of had ideas, and they made the prototype one out of black garbage bags <laughs> and everything. It looked cool still, and they, and they had they had two guys working it. One to control this arm and the other one to control that arm. So basically there was two guys side by side right. in that alien controlling. Because there was a one big main arm and a little small one. So they were <laughs> they, were, they were doing that. Moving around. Yeah. And they said the, the, the one of the toughest parts, that's cool. Clearly said the model. See, look at all the weapons they had and they didn't use any of it. <laughs> right. All these missiles. Where's the damn beacon? Oh, I see it. They're flying in to the planet now, and they see the, That's the atmosphere, processor. atmosphere processor that makes all the air. I wonder how far it goes. They're flying over the base in the colony. I want to know exactly how far that um, engineer's ship was. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. And we don't know. Because if you saw uh, Prometheus and that second one, which was garbage. Alien Covenant. We still don't know the the egg part thing. Right. I mean, in Covenant, the Xenomorphs did look kind of like this, but compared to the very first one from Prometheus, which we only saw really quick at the end, and then that was it. Because Com- Covenant was like a 10-year gap before that next film. Right. So, I want to know what the engineers did <laughs> to make them look like this because it was I still don't understand the little black goo from Prometheus right that was what it's like that's the substance that yeah. creates <laughs> this was all shot in the sound stage you can clearly see it oh yeah back there I wonder if it was like big canvas tarps that they just painted stuff on there and yeah, like don't get me wrong, like that's the thing we were talking about earlier. You gotta remember the tech of the time and the screens you were seeing it on, and then even at home, the TVs you were seeing it on, it held up. You know? You didn't really question it. It looked good. <laughs> I think this was the film that really, really kicked off uh, James Cameron's career I mean Terminator Don't get me wrong That movie was amazing My favorite one Out of all of them But it actually Didn't pop as much As T2 T2 is what Really set the Terminator f- franchise going I know Because that's what Everyone saw first Like Harley And when Terminator 2 Came out Some of my friends Goes what was the first one I said right. Terminator I was like How did you guys Not yeah. see that Way more people Saw T2 Cause, And by then T2 was when CGI was Going. I mean, it was, I love T2, don't get, don't get me wrong, but the realness of Terminator, Stan Winston, all the stuff that he made, be it uh, the latex and the actual t- uh, skeleton, the, the, skeleton, the Terminator silver skeleton, that was cool. And then the, the, the stop animation they used right. to film that when it was walking at the end. I would have liked to have seen this. I, I wish someone would have made it. Um, a movie because in in the special edition and the little uh, colony we do see it when it was up and going and people are walking around having a good time and everything, but now that the the colonial marines got there and it's it's the place is a wreck and they're still looking for survivors. So as we were looking up info for this movie. Uh, I saw that Disney does indeed have the rights now to this, which means if they wanted to, they actually could make an attraction, which has been on the table before as an idea. Even before they had the rights, it's, I saw in the article it said that they had considered making an alien attraction. I think Disney. they could. Like, if, if Florida has the most room, sure, they could rebuild this type of thing. Right. <laughs> it could be a ride or something. Yeah. And I know you haven't done Rise of the Resistance yet, but like I told you, it's layered. You could, I could um, totally imagine them doing something like for this, too, where it's a layered experience. You walk through, yeah. and then you ride. Like, you can walk through something like this where it's all nice and new. People are walking around, then you yeah. turn the corner, and then, then this happened, and then right. you go into the corridors, and it's all wrecked. Right, right, right. 
Yeah, I mean, their gear really is awesome, you know. <laughs> Those big old, the pulse rifles they have, the small ones. Even that thing, I thought that was neat. Right. The little scanner. But you realize, look how big all their tech is compared yeah. to <laughs> the small little phones that do exactly yeah. what they need. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was pretty chunky. <laughs> but still awesome. Because <laughs> you love that, like, heavy machinery look. When when they were doing Vasquez, it, they they knew what she was going to be. And they needed someone that could carry. I don't know how heavy that thing was, but they Probably said... Probably pretty decently. They said it was pretty heavy. Yeah. <laughs> they have the steady, the steady arm thing to hold it. Because I was thinking, that's cool and everything, but why did it need that big arm on there why couldn't they just hold it and shoot <laughs> so right now the aliens are all batched up underneath right they're all in that one spot like you see toward the end they're at the um the air processor right down there where it's uh, warmer wait, right wait tell him to hicks back up pan right they're looking around now and they're seeing all the the acid holes the, the burned acid holes from the xenomorph blood. See, I want to know what he thought. And he obviously was... It's actually kind of crazy that he did come. He actually... you. I think they had to send him. Well, hey, we'll give you an extra $10 million bonus if you just go. Right. To... To like help her along, like yeah. to convince her. Well, I'm gonna go too, so we'll be we'll be safe. All right, the area is secured. Let's go in and see what the computer can tell us. It's not secure. The area is secure, Ripley. First thing, operations. The area is secured, Ripley. The thing that was 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 funny about this is she. She flat out told him only one of these things killed yeah. her whole crew. Right. And who knows how many how many calls did they have? Like, it said 70 families or something yeah, like that? Yeah, exactly. So however many people that is there. They sealed off this wing. Enough to make all those aliens. Right. Because there was like a shit ton of them. Any bodies? No, sir. Last stand. Cause they don't they don't kill well they'll kill you if they have to but um, I think these ones compared to the the first one right they were killing everyone that that alien was just killing them but if you watch the special edition it kept Dallas and I think um, Harry Dean Stanton's character um, what the hell is his name Brett I think. They kept them alive because when Ripley goes down to the the bottom of the ship, she finds Dallas still alive. He's all cocooned. So I was thinking, why is that alien? I think that was why they cut it. It didn't kind of make sense. Right, right. On why he was keeping those two alive or it was keeping them alive. So that's why they, they cut it. They're walking around the little uh, medical bay and they're, they find the... The face huggers and those little uh, 
water tubes. These are even neat. I mean, the design of them. Sure. Because <laughs> we just see the one in the first film. And what I liked about these ones is we see, we got to see them crawling around in this. Did you ever play the video game? I did. No, the arcade one. When yes. you, when yeah, you're yeah. holding the pulse rifles. Right. Oh, yeah. man, that was fun. This part made me jump hella hard the first time. Careful, Burke. <laughs> Dude, the whole theater went, ah! <laughs> Burke leaned up towards the face hugger and it kind of moved forward. Looks like love at first sight to me. Dude, if you look into... I was watching this documentary on the guy that... Um, Designed the xenomorphs and the how they how it looked inside the spaceship in the first one, and the face huggers. His his artwork, everything was like sexual. Oh, okay. If you go and look at the, the drawings that he did for that, it was it was crazy. He was weird. It was a cool documentary, but that a. Geiger, Geiger, or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Geiger. It, it was, it was weird. Where are your people? Anybody in D-block? Uh, that's a negative. We're rolling operations. They're getting movement on one of the scanners. See, look how big that thing is. Yeah. <laughs> the little scanner. It was neat. And we were like, oh, that's cool. They're sensing something. Uh, they got something on their scanner, so they're kind of going towards it. Must be hot in there. They're all sweating. Whoa, shit, they're carrying all that stuff. Uh, mega gear. Because <laughs> I like, because if you if you look around in the corridors and everything, they're trying to barricade all the the hallways and everything to to get away from the aliens, and obviously didn't didn't do anything. It's getting closer. This guy's a bad shot. Fuck. <laughs> <sighs> Hold up. Ripley. Newt ran across. And Drake almost blasted her. <laughs> Luckily Hicks was there. He would have shot her. Grab her, Corporal. I wonder how long she was by herself. After watching her whole family get killed. At least a couple days. At the very least. I can't remember how, how long they said they lost after they lost contact with them. But she was smart enough. She still was getting away from him because they're asking him, no, you're safe. And she's like, nope. <laughs> she must have kept quiet. Oh, yeah. Those, they could easily, if she could fit through there, 
They definitely could. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously they couldn't smell anything. They couldn't go through there, so I guess that was a good place to hide. It's okay. It's all right. Don't be afraid. So that must have sucked. See? I mean, yeah, obviously this isn't that far after they take over. Because she does have food in there, those little food packs. All right. Um, I don't know if she was smart enough to try to make it stretch out because she didn't know how long she was going to be there. That little chick goes to cons. She was that Sinister Creature Con one time. I didn't, I didn't go to that one. Just from this film? Didn't go on to any other? I... I think she made more. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'll have to... I'll have to look it up and see. She had to have done more. What's her name again? Rebecca. Carrie Hen. That's I'm Newt. Sorry. Just start at the beginning. Where are your parents? Now look, Rebecca, you have to try Poor and help. Man. Give it a rest, Warden. Well, she did a bunch of stuff before. Total brain lock. Wait. Hopefully she's okay. Borderline malnutrition, but I don't think there's any permanent damage. Two, four TV series things. And then Aliens and then Thunder Island, whatever that is. It must be a, been a voice, but that was 2020. Oh, wow. So came back and did something. She's got something else coming out called Triborn. Okay. I don't know what that is. That's cool. Still keeping it going. Yeah, so she's still she's still doing it. But she did take a huge break. Yeah. After this. Guess I'll have to do the whole thing. I wonder how she smelt. She had to have stunk. <laughs> I believe there's a little girl under all this. And a pretty one, too. I mean, did she just go to the bathroom in that little area she was in, or did she have to go somewhere and piss in the corner or something? And, and speaking of the tech, look how it was amazing in 86. Yeah. But you look at the scan in the area. Trying to find everyone, and the computers were still like this, not like today's. Yeah. What's really funny is, to compare this to talk about, like, Star Wars, is because of the tech looking like this in the original Star Wars, when they do things now, like Andor, they've got to make similar old-school tech. They've huh. got to make it look like... Like blue and green lines and like how they did in Rogue One, right? When we saw the Death Star plan, exactly. It, it looked how it looked in right. the original in Star Wars. Green lines, blue lines. It's nice to meet. I mean, this was amazing for us when we first saw it. Didn't realize what technology was going to come to, especially now. I mean, right? We all have little computers in our pockets. Exactly. The little <laughs> communicators and. 
Dick Tracy's little watch that he talked into, hey, come in, whoever, was awesome. And now you got those smart watches and you can yep, do that. Exactly. It's crazy. All these communicators, the Star Trek communicators, were well, basically the phone. The flip phones. When <laughs> All the tech came true. And actually was slimmer and uh, less bulky. <laughs> Just no hoverboards yet, like in right. Back to the Future 2. No time machines yet. I don't know. You ever listen to those conspiracy theorists that talk about there is time? Yeah. Time machines? Yeah. But I've also heard, like, it's a fun story element, but you... Like, they talk about the science of, like, you just can't do it. <laughs> well... It's, like, flat. Time is flat. <laughs> like the Earth. Hello, <laughs> Bishop. See, like this guy. We see him a few times. I wouldn't even. I, I couldn't even tell you his name. Oh, I think he's Spunkmeyer. And I only know that because that pilot yells at him. Spunkmeyer, what are you doing? Stop your grinning and drop your linen. Found Hicks found all the colonists. They're all at the little air processor thing. It's a goddamn town meeting. Let's saddle up, eh, Pong? Aye, sir. All right. Let's go, people. They ain't paying us by the hour. Let's go. Hand them out. Okay, Frost. You're driving. See, like that. That's cool. That's all models. The little uh, tank people mover thing. Didn't even get to see any of that firepower. There's big, huge cannons on the front. And right. <laughs> big jet rocket things on top and didn't get to use any of it. The only the only thing we get to see them use are the weapons. The, the pulse rifles, the flamethrower. That was like the thing in the first one. Only weapon they had was that flamethrower. Right. No guns, nothing. Right. And the little things that they made to try to fight it. They made the models, and I wonder, like, was that just a shell that they stuck over a Oh, yeah, a car? right, yeah. I mean, they had to make one that opened so they can all get in, but the ones that move, I'm sure that's not. And look at these, it was cool at the time, but look at these big old flashlights they got on their shoulders. Right. Now you got a little flashlight on your pistol. Right. <laughs> Even your rifles. Those real skinny small yep. flashlights. Exactly. It's probably hella humid in there. Because they immediately start sweating. <laughs> Watch your spacing. Your transmission's showing a lot of breakup. These are basically cop cameras. <laughs> right. Little body cameras that they have. That's weird, though. How come GoPros and all that give you clear HD pictures and the little body cameras that the cops wear still look all crappy? Right. I mean, they look good, better from what they had, but they still look all crappy. 
Like right here, you see James Remar. That's him. That's the back of him. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's Remar. I guess they filmed this before he, they made him leave. See, I guess they had this all left over from the first film, and they just reused it. Yeah, you know, they reused a lot of uh, Prometheus and Alien Covenant stuff to make uh, Raised by Wolves. Oh, they did? Oh, I, yeah. I still didn't finish that yet. I still need to finish that. Yeah, he took a lot of the tech they used for that and applied it, reused it. They, they have the similar uh, transports. Like I wouldn't be able to breathe down there. It'd be so hot and humid. That ain't dry heat. You're just dripping. The walls are dripping. <laughs> Lieutenant, what do those pulse rifles fire? Ten millimeter explosive tip caseless. Standard light armor piercing round one. That's crazy. Oh. Where your team is, they're right under the primary heat exchangers. So? So, if they fire their weapons in there, won't they rupture the cooling no. system? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, she's absolutely right. So? So what? Look, this whole station is basically a big fusion reactor. Right? So, she's talking about a thermonuclear explosion and adios muchachos. Oh, great. So they're fire their weapons in there and they hit something, boom, the whole place is. If you've seen this movie, you already know. They do start firing. They do start, yeah. But And there's no, no explosion. explosion. We can't have any firing in there. I, uh, F I that, man. Fucking crazy. Oh. All right, sweethearts, you heard the man. Pull him out. Come Hell on, no. Them. I like what Vasquez does here. They just told everyone they can't shoot. And they're taking all their uh, clips and everything from them. I assume that was some kind of charger. Hell yeah. I <laughs> like it. She just pulled him out. Her and Drake hooked back up again. Let's go, Marine. Give it up. Frost, you got to do. You open that bag. Thanks a lot, son. Thanks. Cover our ass. Head him out, people. Because this whole scene is pretty much where they wipe out all of them. I mean, that was still a shotgun he has. Yeah. Still rupture. It, yeah. They hit whatever. I mean, maybe point blank. But when shotguns come, the blast, it spreads. But I still wouldn't want to shoot one of those things at those. With all the acid flying everywhere. For all the ones they shot up, I mean, I don't know how close they were. The acid didn't get them, but... It does get Drake when they're trying to get away. I thought this part was sweet. When they first see the first uh, colonist cocooned and all the little crazy resin. Yes, they're all hanging from the ceilings and chests are burst open. And it must stink in there too. 
with all these with all these dead bodies in there. Being all moist and everything. They probably take forever to rot though. Cause all that gunk is from the aliens just spitting on them. That's all I mean, when you see that first one in the alien when it opened, it looked like it was packed full and that was just right in there. I wanna know what well, obviously something to grow it, but what else was in there in those eggs? Because those eggs are huge. And I always liked how when it when it opened, I always thought that was neat. So these architects, they actually made these to erase their creation. Is that why they made them? Right. I still don't understand why that one ate stuff in the very, very beginning of Prometheus and then just fell apart and died. Right. After he drank it. <sighs> this part one was, was creepy. They find a colonizer, that colonist that's a, alive still. And she's telling them to kill her. Uh-oh. She's starting to spaz out. Ah, it's busting out of her chest. That was still amazing the first time we saw that daily. Little eight-year-old Niz watching that. Uh Uh-oh. He just called all the other ones. I love this part. How they all just start coming out of the walls. It's like, did they just find a spot and just lay down and curl into all the aliens are starting to, xenomorphs are starting to wake up. And do they eat? Oh, I got them. I imagine. Yeah, what do they eat? I mean, they, they didn't try to kill them. They were just trying to capture them. That's badass right here. I wanted to... She didn't even see it. one came alive and grabbed her. She had a flamethrower and took out Frost. So that was two that got taken. One got killed, one got taken. This guy, I don't know his name, he blew up and died. Crow. Crow. Dietrich, Baski, Frost, Crow, gone. Oh, Baski got taken away. That's wrong. Yeah. 
They didn't even know what they were shooting at. They were just pointing. <laughs> Doesn't cost him though. Uh-uh. He's like freaked out about it as he should be, but it doesn't cost him. Just start firing. Well, they still kind of don't really know what they're up against. I said I want you to lay down a suppressing fire with the incinerators and pull back. Cause he gets taken right here. Boom. A palm. I want to know, did they, all the ones they took, did they get cocooned and we never see them again? So at this point, the only ones out of the Marines that are alive is Drake, Vasquez, Hicks, and Hudson. I remember the first time we were seeing that, you're like, show it! Because you don't see anything. You're just hearing all the shooting. Because <laughs> I wonder, well, obviously they were able to find their way out of there, but when shit's going crazy and you don't know, you're just trying to survive, you're just running in any direction. Why'd they park so far away from where they were? <laughs> why, why did they drive to where they were before? I guess part of them was expecting to run into something. But they could have... I mean, look, she's... Crashing into everything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, luckily that thing is that big for that wide tank or whatever. I wonder how much those big heavy gunners hold, how much ammo holds. And what she crashed through was something that the aliens made. Ah, see all that acid is going into blood. Like Drake right here. He's still unloading. I ran out. Fuck. How'd he get up? All that shit. I just got a flamethrower. I've been burning everything. I remember when I first saw that. Well, there's one right there. Because of the things on his back. Oh, this sucks right here. Ah. Ah, he's done. There was a xenomorph and Vasquez shot it up and Drake was standing out there too close and uh, it sprayed all over him. His ass burned his face. I don't think I don't think Drake died. I think he was still alive enough for them to right here. How come it didn't burn Hicks? It was right in front of him. <laughs> he stuck his shotgun in that uh, 
alien's mouth and blew the back and blew the top of his head out. And the acid went all over and got on Hudson. Because if you get one drop on you, it was burning through all the different floors. Uh, yeah. No. It, it, wouldn't it let it burned all the way through his arm? <laughs> ah. Bert get knocks out. Vehicles on fire! See that big cannon in the front? I would have been, would have been laying down. Xenomorph is on top of the tank, whatever that thing is. And but it couldn't hold on. Steps on it. The acid right here, that'll burn the tires. <laughs> if you notice the, all the music that they did in this, they used it in a bunch of other movies, right. e- even in commercials. Hell no. Fuck that. As long as that thing was still moving, I would have punched it until it just stopped. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. As long as it's still moving. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Because they still had, like, a long ways to go. Because if you see that aerial shot, how far the... Right. Where they were at that, um... Big air maker thing, and where the the labs were, that was still pretty far, man. I kept on going until that thing stopped. They had said they had to keep darkening her up <laughs> because it was it was starting to wipe off, and when she was sweating. <laughs> Yeah, Hudson just found out that some of them were still alive. Vasquez wanted to go back in there and get them. See, just the three of them. Well, with uh, Burke, four of them survived that. But you still got Spunkmeyer and the the pilot. They're still alive. That's worth a try, but we don't even know if it's going to affect it. Let's just bug out and call it even, okay? What are we talking about this for? I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. They said out of all of them, Hudson was the one that was the like way to be sure. the most oh, trained oh, hold on, hold on actor. Because they said a lot of his stuff was just off the top of his head. Oh, okay, that just, makes sense. Just improv with all the stuff he was saying. Right. Hey, look. This is an emotional moment. See, he was still thinking about money. This is clearly, clearly an important species we're dealing with, and I don't think that you or I or anybody has the right to arbitrarily exterminate them. Come on, yeah, watch us. Hey, maybe I've been keeping up on current events, but we just got our asses kicked, pal. Look, I'm not blind to what's going on, but I cannot authorize that kind of action. I'm sorry. Fuck that. I don't really care anything. I don't killed anything that was coming at me. Has authority here. Corporal Hicks. This operation is Oh, that there guy was a sergeant, a poem. Well, he's not dead yet, but he's still alive. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
So it seemed Vasquez and Hudson's were privates. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it seemed like they've been doing this for a long time, and that's all. None taken. Pharaoh, do you copy? Prep for dust off. We're going to need immediate evac. All right, Pharaoh Same and Spunk Mike, Spunkmeyer. I want to know where they were. Not them, but um, Pharaoh and Spunkmeyer. Because they're in like, some... Yeah, the drop ship. Yeah. Like, how, I don't know where they're at. I mean, I assume over at the labs or at their little dock. And I wonder how far the air goes in like every direction from that processor. So wherever they were, aliens were running around. Because Spunkmeyer came up the ramp, loading ramp, and he touched one of the switches and there was all kinds of gooey stuff on there. So we know there's a xenomorph in there. I like their flares, little bitty small ones. How come they can't make those? Like, they got those big giant road flares. Yeah, huge. <laughs> this part was cool. Uh oh, here it comes. I just killed uh, Pharaoh or Fowler or whatever her name was. The one that was flying the dropship. And this is even cool. You can clearly see that's just a, a screen. But it works. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely works. I'd say, yeah, that effect really holds up. Even stuff like that, yeah. I mean, it's a cool model. Game over, man. South Park when Cartman kept saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly. Oh, I forgot all about Bishop. He was still holding the place up. See, they didn't have much after all that. We got uh, 15 of these M40 grenades. Don't touch that. Dangerous. Is it the only flamethrower? Yeah, it's only half full, but it's functional. 
And another one's damaged. I don't know about that one. How long after we're declared overdue can we expect a rescue? Shit. <laughs> 17 days. 17 days. Hey, man, I don't want to rain on your parade. We're not going to last 17 hours. <laughs> Those things are going to come in here just like they did before, and they're going to come in here, and they're going to come in here, and they're going to get us. This little girl survived longer than that. With had no four pulse rifles with 50 pain. rounds each. Right. Unless you're that good of a shot and can hit. Unless you put her in charge. You better just start dealing with it, Hudson. I'm sure a headshot will put them, put them down, but they move so fast. And so many together, you wouldn't... So she just said that Newt's been on her own for more than 17 days. Yeah. I need to see air ducts. I need to see electrical access tunnels, sub-basements, every possible way into this complex. We don't have much time. Okay. I want to know how did they know where they were. I mean, do they have sense to where they can sense or smell you? Because they went right to where they were. I'm talking about the xenomorphs. Yeah, it's got to be something about like their obvious like signs of life to follow. See, even this. It's like a blueprint of the whole layout of the place. Like now it would be total CGI and make it look awesome, but this is... It's just a big giant screen with white lines <laughs> with a black screen and that's their... See, look how layered that is. I wouldn't be able to tell what was what. We're looking, they're looking at the maps of the layout of the place. That's right, so we repair the barricades at these two intersections right. and weld plate steel over these ducts. See, look at all that. I can tell. Here. Right. <laughs> that should seal off med lab and operations. Outstanding. I'm going to use a deck of cards. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's eight of them left. We'll <laughs> see Four soldiers, Bert, Newt, Ripley, and Bishop. For what it's worth. Here, I want you to put this on. What's it for? It's a locator. Then I can find you anywhere in the complex. Even that, I mean, basically the iWatch. Right. Or any of those smartwatches. Find my friends. Yep. Know where you are. Not me. Put a tracer on them. I turn all that shit off. I don't want no one to know where I'm at. <laughs> I mean, this is just clearly models, but it still looks sweet. Like, how much did it cost to build this room that they're in, little medical bay? To just do a few shots in it, wreck it, and then, all right. Yeah, and it's one of the more detailed sets. Yeah. For sure. I mean, even like the, the Nostromo in the first one, that had a lot of detail. That whole ship. All the places when they're running around in it. I have scary dreams. 
I wouldn't know if I'd be able to sleep. I'd be too scared. Right. With, uh, with everything. Keep the conversation going. I need to step away for a minute, everybody. Uh, yeah. But like we were talking about earlier, for me, I did not see these this in the theater. I didn't see it till much later. Kind of, uh, you know, marathoning through these first couple of films. So that's kind of my history with it. But uh, by the time we got all the way, you know, fast forward to the future, to the uh, Prometheus, I was there, you know, right at the beginning for that and Covenant. And I do wonder what's next, too. I know uh, for a while there was another movie planned and then they were for a long time. They were talking about doing an FX TV show. So I guess that's off now. I just read earlier that uh yeah that's no longer happening but uh yeah they're still uh trying to get newt to relax and actually uh take a nap here and she'll be safe uh uh with uh surveillance Yeah, I mean, a little bit of a slower scene here in the film. <laughs> yeah, she's just setting up Newt in her little sleep bay. Oh, too much iced tea. Another thing, why was this room so soundproof? What did they do in there <laughs> to where it needed to be soundproof? Well, it was like a medical bay, I guess, to not let people hear, like, if what medical procedures were going on, maybe. <laughs> yeah. They grabbed the colonists, they moved them over there, and they Heavy rain out there. Which would mean that there would have to be a lot of these parasites, right? One for each colonist that's over 100 of these. Wind and rain here. Each one of these things. Coming down on the house. They're trying to figure out so who's laying these eggs. where the eggs are coming from. I'm not sure. It must be something we haven't seen. Bishop. I want these specimens destroyed as soon as you're finished with them. Is that clear? Mr. Burke gave instructions that they would be kept alive in stasis for return to the company lands. See? He was very specific about it. At least he was, Bishop was straight up about it. He didn't try to yeah, lie. Yeah, right. He didn't he try to lie. Cover it up. Yeah, yeah, like Ash did. And we will be set up for life. You're crazy, Burke. Do you know that? Do you really think you can get a dangerous organism like that past ICC quarantine? How can they impound it if they don't know about it? But they will know about it. Because, well, if you tie in the alien versus predator ones, xenomorphs did make it to Earth. But those movies, if we're going to go by time, by year, timeline, timeline-wise, that's way before, way before the first yeah. alien. Right. 
But everyone's saying that those are not canon. I don't know. There's xenomorphs in it and predators. I mean, it's cool that they... We know that they exist in the same... Because Predator 2, we saw the xenomorph skull. And the predator ship at the end. And then the Alien vs. Predator and all that shit. I like those movies. I don't care what anyone says. I, you know, I expected more from you. I thought you'd be smarter than this. He had to. Either they told him straight up before they left Burke, look, you need to bring one of those back no matter what. Yeah. Or was he communicating with them still? No, it had to have been the mission. I just want to know about that. There were he was Bishop was showing him the was it like an exhaust right blast. So when that thing blew, do they all jump in it and to to get in? got to get the other dropship from the Sulaco. I mean, there must be some way of bringing it down on remote. How? The transmitter's on the ATC. It's wasted. Well, I don't care how, but we better think of something. We better like think this. of a way. Think of what? We're fucked. Shut up. Susan, shut up. <laughs> what about the calling transmitters? The uplink tower down at the other end. Why can't we No, use... I checked. The, the hardware in between here and there was damaged. We can't align the dish. Well, somebody's going to have to go out there. Take a portable terminal, go out there and patch in manually. Oh, yeah, sure. With those things running around, you can count me out. Yeah, I guess we'll just count you out of everything. That's right, man. (laughs) Hey, why don't you go, man? What? I'll go. That's another thing. Do they they sense who's human and who isn't? Good idea. I mean... I think think definitely that's a possibility. Um... Because, if, yeah, if he's just mech, then android, then... Yeah, they, they could just walk by him. I mean, right. He doesn't... He doesn't let off a heartbeat or smell of blood or anything. I don't know. I don't know if I could do this. Getting some skinny little pipe. Patch it and line the antenna. 30 minutes to prep the ship. But then again, he's, he's an android. But even still. Good luck. See you soon. What's your He doesn't get very far before they start sealing it up. <laughs> like, even tech like that, do they have little small welders? Uh, probably. <laughs> You would guess. I always see the These ones that days. are hooked up to the big yeah. propane tanks. The huge ones. Like, how many hours has gone by since they got there? At least Only a couple. I mean, right? I, like, it hasn't been... They have to have been there a while because that little exhaust thing 
when Bishop found out, he goes, every four hours, oh. it goes off. So You're right, you're right. They at least know that much. If, if, if At least 24 hours by this point. And no one slept yet, except for Newt. Who comes to that? I'll do us both. Let's just make sure it doesn't go to that. Ripley just telling Hicks that she doesn't want to be cocooned or anything, so. Said, so take care of me if it comes to that. This is an M41A pulse rifle. Now he's explaining what the pulse rifle does. Under 30 millimeter action grenade launcher. I wonder how much. I wonder how many they made of those and where they are. Okay. I've seen replicas. Right. Okay. Pull it inside here. Right. Lean into it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, kicks up. Forty-two shots. Yeah. I mean, that would <laughs> that would go by quick. If it's full automatic, they'd be done. What's this? That's a grenade launcher. I don't think you want to mess with that. You started this. Show me everything. I can handle myself. I don't know if it's true or not, but they said in the book there was something going on between them. I could see it. But she's like 70 years old. <laughs> However, <laughs> he's only, what, 28, 29, maybe? <laughs> All right, I guess. Burke I finally know. woke up. Well, he well, missed a lot. He was knocked out. He missed the the air, airdrop. <laughs> that thing blow up. <laughs> see, Vasquez is ready to kill him. Because they still, they still had two facehuggers that were still alive. Maybe she just felt safer. Newt's not on the bed. Isn't there a back burning? No. Next to that... <laughs> There's a heater. <laughs> well, heat dish. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of her little heater she has under the bed. This pointed right on her. See, she's sleeping on the hard ground. You'll be all right. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> she did that for 17 days. <laughs> Is that like electrical? Static or lightning. <laughs> Took him like an hour or so to crawl through that tube. Bishop finally made it to the satellite dish. He's trying to realign it so they can get the other dropship off the Sulaco. Well, we got it going. <laughs> I like how they brought him back in the third one. Right. Yeah, he played two. Eh, worthy, you know, well, honorable character. When they brought him back, he was all beat up. Right. 
And he was the one, when they hooked him up, and he told Ripley that they had a face hugger. That's, see, I just want to know where he got him from. Because they put a face hugger on the, uh, the little escape pod that Newt and Ripley get in at the end of this. Because if you guys remember Alien 3, one got inside of Ripley. And that was another thing. All these ones that everyone that gets it, like, however little time goes by and it immediately comes out of them. She had it in her the whole time in Alien 3 and didn't come out until the end. <laughs> Ripley woke up in that little uh, medical bay room they're in. Somebody, well, Burke, put those two uh, face huggers that are alive inside there. Now they're trying to trying to jump on Ripley and Newt. Hey! Look how thick that glass is. You ain't, they ain't hearing you. Ripley's going over to the camera, trying to make noise, and Burke shuts it off. <laughs> so what if they didn't get out of there? And they would have knew Ripley had it inside of her if it jumped on them. It does I thought it was one thick piece, but it's it's vibrating, so whatever it is. So. Those things are still crawling around in there. I didn't like her haircut in this one. I liked it in the first one. She had long hair. She set off the fire alarm. How they made him look when they're walking. Ah. Jumped on Ripley and wrapped its tail around her neck. It's still trying to get. Uh oh, here comes that other one. Newt is just screaming. She's not that strong. That thing would have got her. Ah. It just shot out the window. I like this part. Hicks is trying to pull the other one off of Ripley. And then Hudson blasts the other one. Huh. That's probably all 50 rounds right there. That's what it does. It squeezes you so you open your mouth. 
Oh. I just farted. Uh oh. I see we grease fuck, fuck son of a bitch right now. <laughs> But even still, how long does it take before those things come out of you? Right. They're still held up in there. If they made it to the dropship. Jettison the bodies and make up any story. Fuck! He's dead. You dog me, pal. <laughs> this is so nuts. I mean, listen. Listen to what you're saying. It's paranoid delusion. It's really sad. It's pathetic. You know, well, how would you explain how they got in there? I mean, they were obviously somewhere else. And someone put those things in there to get them. All right, we wasted. No offense. No offense. No! Gotta go back. Oh, hell no. They cut the power. They cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watch it too with trackers. Checking the corner. Move. Norman, watch first. See, in the special edition. Did you see the special edition? I had to have, yeah. Like this part. They, that's when they show those automatic guns in the corridors. Right, right. They don't show any. You hear them hitting the aliens, but we don't see it. We just see those guns going off. And they cut it out of this just for for time, but when the special edition ones came out. The only good special editions is the first one and this one. The Alien 3 special edition was terrible. Because instead of a dog that was impregnated, it, it impregnated like a yak. <laughs> and that didn't make any sense. And uh, Resurrection, the special edition, the director was like, there's nothing wrong with the one I made. It's fine. They made him add a beginning, and it was stupid. It was nothing. Wow. Just to do something. Yeah. Because when they did that quadrilogy or whatever it was, that big box set, is when they, they made them all make special edition ones. I think Ridley Scott and James Cameron are the only one. And, uh... Who did the second one? It was somebody. I can't remember. Somebody known, like David Lynch or something like that. No, it's not him, but... Uh, who directed that one? David Fincher, yeah. Uh-oh, here they come. 
and then the short controlled bursts. Eight meters. Seven. Six. Captain, that's inside the room. It's reading right, man. Look. Well, you're not reading it right. This was this part got the loudest screams in the theater. And it was a, it was packed too when we saw this. It was like the first showing on Saturday. At the Grand Lake Theater. In the book, this is what Mike told me. When he opened that one, there was one right above him and it dripped on it, the slob or whatever dripped on his head. Oh hell no. So I want to know how they they knew they were in there. Yeah, see, 50 rounds would have been gone already. Shut the door on him. See, and it didn't kill him. It took him right. all the way back. Yeah, I could see them doing a new version of, like, a Marine story in the Alien universe. They should. They just need to go... They need to... Don't try to make it a thinker like they did with the last two. Just make a... I mean, every... This is categorized as horror. This 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 was an action movie, right? And I thought the other ones were more dramatic. I mean, Resurrection was kind of action because Alien Three that was that was all dramatic. Burke's trying to hide, and the Xenomorph got him. See, right there, looks like he killed him. It wasn't in a special edition. I think it was like in Starlog, 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 or Fangoria. There was a picture when um, Ripley was going through at the end, looking for Newt. She finds Burke, and he's cocooned, and it already got him. She, he was still alive. I think she killed him before it came out of him. See, like he knew it was there. She knew where to go. And why are these... Proving her worth. Why are these ducks so big in order for you to run through them like that? Right. And how loud is it in there shooting those guns?
Those things are huge too. There was a life-size one at Pier 39. And I remember I was standing in front of it when I was a kid going, damn, this thing is huge. I couldn't imagine that thing coming at me. <laughs> All right. See, she should have been out of 50 rounds a long time sure, ago. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> ah. ah, right here, this sucked. This is when it gets her. Vasquez just shot one in the head and acid dripped all over her leg. Oh man. Burke is going back to get it. Oh, gun empty. Burke shows up. He's trying to pull Vasquez down the. Uh oh. Here they come busting through a little air vent. See how. That didn't look very big, and that big giant thing is getting yeah. through it. Oh, out of bullets. Xenomorph's coming. They get one of those grenades. And... Well, there's nothing else you can do, either get taken or kill yourself. So they set off the grenade. Boom. She's lucky she was small enough to fit through there. <laughs> ah, Newt fell down the air shaft. Ripley's trying to grab him. Why does she just hold on to the jacket? Ah. Oh, she put the tracker on her. This looks awesome right here. Newt's down at wherever she fell into the water. I love this shot. It's just slow motion when that xenomorph comes up from behind her. What was her little doll's name? The little doll head? Casey. Yeah. Newt, are you okay? Climb down, honey. We've got to cut through. There should have been some kind of little air vent around. That would suck. suck. How long would it take to cut through that little rack or whatever it is? Look how big that flashlight is. <laughs> uh oh. How come there's no lasers during this time? No. 
What year is this supposed to be? Twenty-one twenty-two is when this is taking place. <laughs> Twenty-one twenty. Well, I guess that's still a ways away. Yeah, for, a ways away for us. <laughs> All right. I'm sure by the time we actually get to that day, well, we won't be here. But no. <laughs> but the technology would be better than what they have now. Right. <laughs> exactly. They said this one was more of a mother, a mother-daughter story than just them sure. fighting aliens. Because she remember she lost her daughter. Right. Her daughter had passed already. Must have burned all the way through and got him already. Yep. Because he's like, ugh, I can barely walk now. See, they could have just left Newt. This is what the weather looks like outside right now, the house. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, the house, he's not even in there yet. <laughs> There had to have been more weapons on this. I think it's probably where she loaded up. Because when she goes down in there, she's got like way more ammo than they should have had. That's what I didn't get. I didn't, yeah, see, there's more weapons in there. down there with a backpack full of clips. Hicks is juicing himself up to stay alive. See, what are all these static things? What if it hit you if you were working in there? Ninety-five shots. That's all. Well, now I guess, is, I guess now that was the indicator. That's a lot. Just fill your pockets with all that stuff. Ripley. I don't want to hear about it, Bishop. She's alive. There's still time. In nineteen minutes, this area is going to be a cloud of vapor the size of Nebraska. Hicks, don't let them leave. We ain't going anywhere. Let's say. A half hour has gone by. <laughs> by now. Well, 
they still had to carry her that whole way from it still seemed like a long distance from where the medical bay and all that stuff was to get to where the the, the air processor thing is right and they had to walk unless they ran but I don't, I don't know cause they flew there and it still took them a while those are neat those little flares You know, it's funny as far as my Alien Universe pop collection goes. I've got Ripley. I've got the character from Prometheus. I got the android from Prometheus. But I actually have no Xenomorph. I got I got one Xenomorph. That one I bought when we went to Funko, the Everett HQ. Yeah. The 40th anniversary one. That's the only one I have out of all the Alien ones they came out. And that one has kind of like a metallic, right? Yeah. I think like effect. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one I have. Yeah. So I have the human character well and one android. No xenomorphs? Yeah, it's so weird. I, I had a chance, obviously, they made the queen as a deluxe. Didn't get the queen. Back did you ever have the ones that came out in the nineties? The little small figures? Oh yeah. Figures? Yeah, yeah. I had those. I don't know what I had what happened to them all. But the back in the seventies when the first movie came out. They made toys, but they they only released one, right. the big tall okay. alien one. I have one of the. It's open, but the reaction. Yeah, those ones. Those those were the. I was talking to Brian, and he was uh, shout out to Brian from Super Seven. He was saying that those the first round that they made, those were from the original molds that they were supposed to make those figures. But then since the movie came out and it was so violent. They didn't want to... Promote it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why only that one big giant alien came out. And I had it, and I don't know where it is. Broke somewhere. I've seen some before. I don't have that money to drop on it. Right. But I do want the Super 7 ones. The big tall... Mike's got one, that punk. He's got <laughs> one. And, and I would... would know. Well, I guess I would open it. Yeah. They're $200, though. That's... I can't justify dropping that much on... I think I've mentioned this before real quick because I don't want to stray too far from the movie, but the one thing I always wanted that I never got as a kid was the G.I. Joe battleship. Oh, the... the uh, big, long thing. Like, I always thought that carrier? would be awesome. Yeah. That the thing's huge. Carrier. It is. That's what I'm saying. Like, that would be insane. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't even fit on this no, table. No, no. It wouldn't even fit on the table. No way. That's the problem with it. <laughs> I think it was called the flag. The- yep. Yep, USS yeah. flag. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, all I had was the tank and the little jeep things and right. a couple motorcycles. I didn't. Yep. I didn't have the jets or any of the nope. other things. Same. But I, I was glad though. Ripley, Ripley's going to look for Newt, and she loaded up with all her weapons and taped the pulse rifle to a flamethrower. And that's obviously a full tank, because I said that other one they had was half full. Yeah, my pop version of her, I think it's like this. It's like this gear. I have one of her, but it's at my friend's house. I still haven't gotten... Next time I go to Oakland, I'm going to get it. Shout out to D. He got it for me. And he gave it to his mother-in-law to bring it down here, and I just never made it over there to get it yet. 
See that cocoon newt? She's all in all that gooey gunk. It must harden hella fast. And they put an egg in front of her and it just opened. See, this one's coming out super slow, all gunky. The first one just came out and jumped on Kane, and that was it. Right. Luckily, this one was taking his sweet time to get out. Ah. <laughs> Ripley shows up just to shoot it up. Here come more. Luckily, Ripley was strong enough to break all that. She must still be heavy, though, to carry her. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Just to say she's like 60 pounds, if that. And however heavy those two rifles are. Bending and ducking and dodging. See, she didn't know where she was going. She walks right into the big room where the queen is. Because the standout that I saw was like her, like this cardboard, and there was little cardboard eggs in front of her. Oh, okay. I saw that when I went into this movie theater and I was like, we're getting another one. I was juiced. That's rugged. We're seeing the big old egg sack or whatever that's laying the eggs. Yeah, dude, watch that. Um, the movies that made us. On how they designed this. Dude, it was black garbage bags they made. <laughs> <laughs> Just to try to make sure this was, it would work good. And that thing's huge. I like this, how his head came out of another. And the teeth look like glass. See these one, these xenomorphs, they're called warrior aliens. They don't look headwise, they don't look like the first one. Right. Because the first one, the original one, had like yeah. it was all smooth. Right. These ones have the little jagged things on top of their heads. Ripley's in there. They're all starting to come in. She's pointing her flamethrower at the eggs, and the queen is telling all these other guys, yeah, these guys get lost. I like that we don't know what she's saying, but we just by her actions, we know what she's saying. The alien, the queen alien. I like this part. I assume the alien, the queen, can control these. Because one of the eggs just opened up. 
Wrigley just started roasting them all with the flamethrower. Here they come. Now she can start blasting them all. From 95 down to 40 shots. And 30, 30s. 30s. <laughs> Teens, yep. tens, zero, ones, empty. <laughs> now she's shooting the grenades. They're all going into that big uh, egg tube sack coming off the, the queen and all the eggs are spilling out those little grenades man that would have blew that whole place up she shot like at least three or four of them in there see that one was up close too the acid should have got him yeah Ripley takes off that whole belt of grenades and throws them in there See, that would take a minute for them to blow up from the heat. Ah, Queen Alien jumped down. And she's about to tear herself off the tube sack or whatever that thing is. So there should have been more. Oh, yeah. Still around. Definitely. Now they're trying to get the hell out of there. And they only had like 19 minutes, he said. She better get in the elevator because she's way down the bottom. Four minutes, that would have been no way. It took her four minutes to get to the ship. Right. Agree. <laughs> They're waiting for the elevator. It's taking too long. Uh oh. Comes a queen alien. I got a problem with this. Look how huge it is. They jumped in the elevator and they're ready to go. So when you get in the elevator, use your fingers to push the buttons to go up and down wherever you need to go. Ripley hit the button, the down button, so the, and there's two elevators. One comes down. Ripley and Newt jump in it. And then another one comes down where the queen is, and it opens up. Okay, let's just say she uh, she smart enough to crawl in there. How does she know what buttons to push to go up? <laughs> or does it just automatically go up? I guess that's the only explanation that yeah. you can give. Because they basically went to the top, to the landing dock. They left! Yeah. They get up to the deck and Bishop is gone. 
here comes the other elevator. How did she know it was in there? Did she just assume that it was smart enough to get in the elevator and come up? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Oh, gun empty. Flamethrower empty. She don't have no more weapons because she threw all the, the grenades. See, even that looks cool in the background. Why is the whole place starting to blow up? Uh, he did mention that it was it was bound to happen. There was something earlier oh, okay. that he mentioned. The bishop mentioned that whatever they were pretty much on the clock. Oh, okay. So even if there was no aliens or right. anything going on, it was gonna do. It this? was gonna do it anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're talking about the whole air process that's starting to fall apart. And the ship is back! <sighs> Hurry up, get in. That alien must have been super smart and strong. Because they, they jumped in the ship and now they're shutting the... Sorry, I have an issue right here too. So somewhere at some point right here, I assume you guys have all seen this. <laughs> Obviously, at this point. This movie's old. <laughs> so the alien must have ran and jumped onto the landing gear and then the landing gear came up and there must have been enough room in there for it to not get crushed. Oh yeah. Right. I love this music right here. So right now the only survivors Bishop Ripley Newt and Hicks. Everyone else dead. The whole air processor thing blew up. They said it was a basically a nuclear reactor. There's a huge mushroom crowd there. So I want to know when it blew up, it just killed all the eggs that were in there, right. all the other xenomorphs that were in there. Yeah. Was there any more running around on the outskirts, or did the whole place? I think the yeah. And that's another they thing. They lost it. Uh, the xenomorphs are basically half human, right? Because they they were born from humans, right? So can they breathe in space, or do they need uh. oxygen and all that? This is just something that popped in my head. I'm not sure how the their anatomy is. But they are basically half human. Hicks is all bandaged up. See, I don't know how much room that has when it goes up. And however big the queen alien is. Bishop is talking to Ripley. And then all of a sudden, we see acid dripping to the floor. Like, ah! No! I, I was like that. The tail from the queen is bursting through Bishop's mouth. Or his chest. They said that was milk mixed with yogurt. And I guess he got sick. Because I guess they had it. 
and they had it sitting out too long, not in a refrigerated thing, and he had it in his mouth, and he got him sick. I'm not surprised. Well, the alien just ripped Bishop apart. Threw his top part one direction and his legs the other direction. So the queen, queen is still alive. Newt's gonna run and hide in the little air ducks. And Ripley's just trying to get its attention, so. See, the teeth look like glass. Newt got away, now it's chasing after Ripley. Kind of like a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> effect here for sure I mean yeah. I get how they're doing it with him underneath later you can see when the, the air is all getting sucked out when Newt or Newt's trying to go by and he grabs her he goes this way you can see the hole you oh. see his bottom of his the bottom part of him sticking through it now the queen's trying to get Newt pulling up all the little racks trying to grab her Bishop is just laying off to the side watching. All right. Here comes Ripley. One of those big old loaders. Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> I remember everybody cheered. When yeah. <laughs> when that happened. <laughs> this was another awesome pop they made that uh, I missed out on. Oh, you didn't get one? The yeah. big uh, loaders? Right. Ripley's just wrecking this alien. Come on! Why didn't she just like squeeze it until his head broke? I like this. A tail's basically a, a sword. It comes in, trying to stab her. I like this part too. When she, when the, the second mouth comes out after she grabs it. hard for that thing to move. I'm sure it doesn't move fast. The little loader she's in. She's opening up the the bay doors that goes out into space. Uh oh, right here. This is cool. Ah! It's coming out. Burns it in the face. I like this. She breaks his tail when, she, when it falls right here. Cause it, look at the tail when it's laying there. It 
doesn't have the pointy part anymore. <laughs> she broke his tail. <laughs> its tail, her tail, whatever. See, look, it's gone. <laughs> All right. I don't know about this right here, everyone. The loader is on top of the queen, and I don't know how heavy that thing is. But Ripley's crawling up this ladder, and then she opens up that second door that basically leads out to space. Now, how long that vacuum suction is. See, watch when Newt goes by when he grabs her. Unless they, this is the one where they edit, they erased it. And you can't see it. See that thing's holding on. It would have pulled her leg out of her socket or something. The alien's hanging out and going into space, but grabbed on to Ripley's leg, and she's still trying to hold on. But there it goes. Shoe came off, and now it's out in space. And I assume it died. And there would have been no way she's strong enough to go up with that. Right. With all that suction. See, watch. Oh, so they erased it. Because before you were able to see. She wouldn't have been able to climb up there. As soon as that thing would have opened, <laughs> she would have went right out. Well, Ripley made it. Queen Alien got sucked out of the airlock. Bishop still laying there. <laughs> I wanted to know what the significance of it was why they needed to put that white fluid in there. If they're robots. Right. <laughs> I guess it's kind of like their idea of uh, motor oil, I guess. Because don't they, and uh, Raised by Wolves, they got the white yeah, blood too. Huh? They do. Well, they're getting ready to go to sleep. Put Bishop in a bag. He's still alive, but they're. Hicks is all bandaged up from his acid burns. And they're getting inside their little crowd sleeping chambers. But he made it. Yep. <laughs> so Newt. I don't know why she didn't get in her own. Oh, no, she did. She got in her own. coming down outside. Yep. Does the power ever go out for when it rains like this? Yeah. Uh. Hopefully we'll make it a few more minutes. Yeah, we're almost done. <laughs> <laughs> She's laying Newt down to sleep. Light a quick candle just in case we everything goes dark. <laughs> yep, they're all asleep. And that's it. That's James Cameron's Aliens. Um, in Alien Three, for those of you that didn't didn't see it, she Sigourney or Ripley's the only one that survived. Newt dies, Hicks dies, Bishop is still alive basically because they they uh, she juices him back up. But when they're uh, 
I assume Burke put another alien right. face hugger in yeah. the little ship because yes. that's what. Because in the beginning of Alien 3, we see it climbing around and it gets on Ripley. We don't see it attached to her face, but we see that. And then, because when they're little, uh, uh, the, I guess the, the alien let off some acid and it burned through the glass. That's how it got Ripley. And then all of a sudden, the the escape pod lets off all these alarms, and all their their little tubes go into this other little section and get jetted off in the space. And that's when they go crashing on that prison planet. Right. And from the impact, the little computer things came down, smashed. Um, Hicks killed him, and I guess it crashed in water, and then. The thing broke open where Newt is and water got in there and she drowned. So that's how she died. But they were supposed to make another movie where Hicks and Newt are still alive. And I don't know if we're ever getting that. That was that Blumhouse one. But I could... Yeah, I think people would like to see that. Honestly. I would. They did some concept <laughs> stuff, but it never came out. But Aliens is awesome. If you guys haven't seen it, I mean, it's... Well, I mean, thank you for joining us on this journey. I mean, yeah. two hours... Of our commentary on the film. Yeah, almost two and a half hours. We got two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah. But some fun detours along the way and Yep. But yeah, that's it uh, for this episode, the special episode of me stuck in Eureka. Cause... Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even know if you mentioned that Ah, we'll get why. we'll do that in another <laughs> show, everyone. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright everyone, that's it for tonight. Uh we'll see you guys later. So until then, be safe out there and party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, you society.